You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by Brain MD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Holy Human with Leanne Rimes is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, loves. Welcome back. Today, you are in for a no BS conversation full of practical insight from one of my favorite voices in the enlightenment space, Amber Hawken. Amber is a neuro-linguistic programming master practitioner. Say that really fast. (laughs) A cognitive behavioral therapist and the author of the best-selling book, The Unfuckwithable Life, Sorry, mom, you're going to hear some F-bombs during this one. Amber is a wonderful speaker, teacher, and friend, and I am so glad that she's joining us today. Here we go. Amber, thank you so much for coming on the Holy Human Podcast. I am so inspired by you and your work. And I, I follow you. Everybody should go follow her on Instagram because you have the best videos. You have the best bits of information that always so hit home and just bring a lot of wisdom and a lot of grounded wisdom to the table. And I am just grateful. I'm grateful for that. The world should be grateful for that. So thank you. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. It's an it's an honor to hear, really. One of my favorite things about you is your groundedness and how you're just kind of no bullshit and you're willing to you're willing to go there, wherever there may be, you're willing to go there. And you wrote a book called The Unfuck With Life, which is my favorite title. <laughs> I wanted to start there. I wanna know what unfuck means. How does one become unfuck with You know what, Lee, it's so much easier. It's so easy. It's really, really simple. And I don't mean that to insult anyone or or be confusing. So the basis of the book, really, it's got seven different chapters and seven different codes, so to speak, you know, to put it into some context. And it's about connection and vulnerability, right? To live from a place of inspiration and freedom. And that's, that's, you know, that fancy little title thing underneath that helps explain what it is. (laughs) I feel like I'm punching out Pinterest quotes here. But essentially... The whole thing is about instead of adding shit to yourself, you take it all away and you just become the most simple, unique, pure form of yourself for for Mm -hmm. lack of a better, you know, less fluffy term. Um, 
you know, I think it's all of the stuff that we put on and all of the things that we think about ourselves and all of the stuff that we think about life that make us so uh, fuckable. Fuck, fuckable. Fuckable. <laughs> <laughs> Like oh dear. Oh my God. My mom. Okay. So just, just to put this into some context, this word, oh um, my mother listened to my first episode of this podcast Uh-oh. and she was like, can you just, can you, it was great. Minus, minus the F word. And I was like, Oh, my mom's going to love when Amber comes on here. Cause we're going to just talk about unfuck with the ball. Sorry, Leanne's mom. I love you. <laughs> okay. That probably like, we'll, we'll smooth it over. Um, okay, good. And no, that's, it's so interesting. Cause yes, you're talking about taking away. And that's one of the things that I want to talk to you about. Cause we're right now, a lot of things are being taken away from all of us until it has to happen. We're not really ones to choose to allow things to fall away. And I feel like I'm just now getting to a place in my life with certain things where life's taken enough from me and I'm actually taking the reins back and like actually choosing to to put myself out there and be vulnerable. It's taken a long time for me to get there. And it's it's only in certain places of my life because I know in other places, it's very hard for me to choose those, the breakdown or to choose the upheavaling that has to happen sometimes where we're all sitting right now with things being taken, you know, from us, it does give us an opportunity to rebuild. But there first has to be a breakdown. And I I saw something the other day where you were talking about how the breakdown was so important. Can you talk about that breakdown piece for a moment and why it's so important and how we can start to normalize this piece? Because I feel like it's something we all want to run from. Uh, If it's okay, I'd love to share a story from my retreat on the weekend because it's really relative to this. Would that be okay? Please, yes. I would love that. So my alchemy retreats are, they're very deep healing places. So we, we create a container where deep healing can occur. And when I say deep healing, it could be on a cellular level, but it can be generational, you know, down the lineage of the feminine energy of women, of the person itself, of the the woman in this lifetime, because this particular one was was female only. And on day three is when people start to really, really, uh, let's say break down mm-hmm. <laughs> day one and two, they've had these beautiful experiences. You know, they've done a sweat lodge there day two of their juice fast. So, but they've already had a cleanse beforehand. So they're feeling light. They're feeling, you know, beautiful to connect with these people. They're feeling open, even though they wouldn't normally, you know, be in situations where they're open. So they've been there 48 hours. And then the morning of day three, we went for a silent hike. And by the time that they get down, and we land back in the shala and we check in. People are tired, mm. you know. They want their fucking food back. They want their bed back. They want to go home. They want their comforts. They want to, you know, they want to go back to their family. They, they don't want to keep looking at themselves. They don't want to keep exploring. They're just like, I'm done. And so when we check in, there was about 30% of them that had this pain in their right side, like, oh, my right neck or my right back or my right hip or – Oh, my, my gut feels bloated. And someone, um, you know, shared an experience where she was really frustrated. She was so angry that people were talking at the top of the, the mountain peak because, you know, she believed that people should shut the heck up because it's nature. And, you know, so you see this, <laughs> this wilderness come out in these women and they start to get ragey and fiery. And it's, it's really beautiful to see because at first, like they want to be there and they're 100% in and they chose that and they talk about that. But day three, that commitment kind of goes out the window and they just want their comforts back. Mm-hmm. And it's a really, really unique and profound place to be because it's at that point that they start to see the areas in their life where they had these comforts up. They didn't even know were comfortable. They had these created these perfect performances of who they were. They'd created these buildups of strength, of, of, of almost hardness, but most of all the micromanaging of life and other people and themselves, including their emotions, and it all came down to control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these women just did the beautiful work of having to look right in the face of that manipulative, very, very smart part of our intellect, that control, the manipulator, the so, so cunning, you know? Oh, absolutely. And um, and so the right side is uh, energetically speaking, it depends what lens you're looking through, but energetically speaking is seen as the masculine side of our energy. And every single one of the women who had an ache or a pain was on their right. Oh. And so we spoke to control. 
And Michael Singer talks about this so beautifully. Um, he he wrote the book The Surrender Experiment and The Untethered mm-hmm. Soul. Yep. Some of my favorite books. And because he tells stories, and I really enjoy the way that he teaches. So he tells a story about a field that this um, gentleman goes to and he sees this beautiful light in a field and he likes to capture the light so much that he builds a house. And I'm speeding up the version, but essentially he puts blinds on the house, he locks himself in the house, and then he gets afraid because he doesn't know how to sustain light. And this goes on over years and how we can relate to this story essentially is we do this, we we create something or we get to an experience we that we like, that we like feeling, a certain state, a certain emotion, a certain way that we're being perceived by the world, a certain level of acceptance or love or validation, usually quite primitive, quite very human mm-hmm. um it needs that we want emotionally to feel safe and connected. And we've got these sources for them, like the, these resources that are from the outside, we've got them. And so we create our lives so we can sustain that resource. Sometimes um, they become, well, actually, I say this a lot, but our, our defensive mechanisms when we're younger or our protective mechanisms when we're younger become our defensive ones when we're older and destructive, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So we create these habits and these ideas about ourselves, which are also habits, these sources of this sense of control or safety or love or validation, and then we don't want to give them up. So in that video that you spoke to, I was talking about when a relationship starts to break down or you feel a path that you've been going begins to drain you or such as what happened in the world right now, all of the things that were in place that made us feel stable, that made us feel, let's just say comfortable, Mm -hmm. were stripped back and exposed where we were outsourcing our sense of self. We were outsourcing our sense of feeling stable Mm -hmm. and comfortable and free and liberated and as if we had choice in that matter. And this sense of control, when is taken away, we realized how dependent we were on other things, including people, to have a sense of self, to have an idea of stability and freedom and love. When those things are stripped away, it gives us the opportunity to see where we can take back our power in a way, take back where we were giving away our power because we were just sitting in habit. We were sitting in complacency. We were sitting in comfort. And this might be uh, the way that we look. It could be the fact that we might feel like we're aging, where things get to this state where we feel, oh, I like that feeling, mm-hmm. or I like this money, or, or, or I like this friendship. And when we have not insourced our sense of deep, deep connection with something greater than ourselves, then we will automatically outsource it. And when that gets pulled away, we notice that we were attached to it for all of that sense of comfort. And that's when we freak the fuck out and we want to hold on for dear life. Mm -hmm. And we feel like something has been done to us. We feel like our power has been taken away. We feel misused. We feel almost tricked by life in a way because it's been taken from us. But all that that trigger, all that that spikiness, all that that resistance and that emotional pain is showing us is where we were outsourcing our own power. Mm. And that's why it's so important to let go when things fall apart because it can show us where we can begin to insource and fill up and reclaim that from within because we all want to be self-guided, self-governed, self-directed, liberated beings, and we cannot be that if we do not know where we're outsourcing our power. And then there's this piece of, like you're basically saying, surrendering, (laughs) (laughs) which is like, oh, yeah, just surrender. That's my favorite word, actually, that I've really had to come (laughs) into deep contact with. I still don't even think that I've fully gone there with that word. For instance, just giving, you know, these this time that we're in using it as an example, if you were going to tell someone to surrender to the process, because I know we all fight it. I mean, we fight it tooth and nail. I know my own personality is like, I'm going, I'm going to latch on. It used to be. It's not anymore because I, I can be the witness to the experience too. 
maybe like 50% of the time, which is, <laughs> which I saying is doing pretty well. And I can see the bigger picture of things when I get into myself, into my, the singular being that I think is not connected with anything. Mm. When I get lost in that story, it's so hard to not fight it. How do you start to loosen the grip? Really good question. Again, even as I'm saying it, my own ego fights and I giggle. <laughs> it's so simple. We think it's so far away and we think it's so hard and that that's what makes, you know, that's what makes it really difficult. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> surrender is something that the mind grabs onto and makes another goal out of. And we often think that we can <laughs> surrender by saying, all right, I've surrendered. But really we're just trying to manipulate life because someone, maybe we read in a spiritual book or we listened to this podcast with Leanne and Amber <laughs> and they said surrender. So I'm going to surrender because when I surrender, then what I want will happen. Or when I surrender, it'll all work out. Or when I surrender, then the thing will come. When I surrender, then I won't feel this way. So you can see there's like a micromanagement or an attempt to micromanage the universe and cover it and manipulate manipulate life by surrendering. Right. And that's when the universe is just going to sit back and laugh in your face <laughs> and say, no, 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 no. This is not how this works. <sighs> surrender means surrender. Surrender means accept the fact that you, in a sense, you can trust, that you can yes. trust yourself, that you can trust life so implicitly. So let go. Let go of thinking you need that thing to come that you think that you're surrendering for so it can happen or that you can't survive this feeling. Therefore, you're going to surrender so it goes away or that you you surrender. So therefore, the thing arrives that you're trying to manifest or that you desire so much. Just let it go. Because as you can see, the theme here is our attachment. Mm -hmm. We want the thing. We want the feeling to go away. We want the thing to come. We want the stuff to happen. Surrender is absolute leaning into a sense of powerlessness. And the irony here, Leanne, it's it's like as soon as we let go of needing it, it's ours. For me, I'm I can definitely feel myself learning and leaning into a deeper trust with life. And mm. it's amazing the things that start showing up and the things that and once again, not using, like you're saying, surrender or trusting as this uh, goal, because you're right about that. Like, oh, if I just trust, everything's going to come. It does, but not necessarily in that way, in the way that we think it's going to. That's the interesting, beautiful game of life. Learning to a deeper trust with self too, um, and knowing that I have me has been the key for a deeper sense of trust with all that is. All right, on that note, we're going to take a super quick break, but you can trust that we'll be right back with more Amber Hawkins. See what I did there? (laughs) Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah. I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger. And we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. 
Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Welcome back, everyone. We were just talking about cultivating more trust in others and ourselves. You asked before, how do we actually begin to do it? And honestly, it's practice. Mm-hmm. It's like when people ask me, how do I not react when I'm triggered in the middle of a, you know, a conversation or a fiery situation with a partner or someone at work? It's what you do outside of those moments that counts. Breath is always my favorite practice that I teach people because if we breathe coherently, right, through the nose, what it does is it supports our nervous system to completely calm down. My goal always is to just guide people back to their center. That's it. Because once I can guide you there or once you've got yourself there, maybe with a little bit of support, you know how to get there, you know where it is, you know it's infinitely available, you know that that's the safest place where you can trust and that's where life makes sense even when it looks chaotic outside. Mm-hmm. So the more time you spend connected to that place of your center, the less time you spend up here because the truest part of ourself, the truest part of ourself will never harm us. And that includes thoughts. Mm. So if we can sit in our center and we can feel complete, just stillness, just calm, just balance, harmony, coherence, presence, and we connected to that, When we can hear this chaos going up in our mind, we can then observe, oh yeah, if that's it, like there's not going to be enough for me or what do people think about me or I'm going to be a failure or I doubt myself. These are all kind of semi-violent thoughts in a way. If we think them enough times, it hurts ourselves. So we can remember, oh, that's that's not true. That's not what's true. Mm -hmm. And we can connect back to this. So it's the practices that we do in our being, in our human self that support the surrender of the deepest part of ourself. When I was watching some of your videos, something that started to come up for me, um, because you were talking about overconsumption, which I would love to get into with you. But of course, we're all sitting at home right now and have been overconsuming, I'm sure. And I I see myself doing it. I'm totally watching myself doing it and going, well, I'm just, it's just part of it. Like there and there lies my humanness, you know? Yeah. But one thing that really started to, I started to ponder and I have no idea about any of this yet, because it actually scares me to go sit with this. And I sit with emptiness in meditation, a certain form of it, obviously. But I think what I started to feel like we are all getting at here, for me, this shows up in many different forms, was though to be able to be empty, to be able to sit in emptiness, to not have constant stimulation to you know, this shows up in forms for me, like with food. If I don't know where my next meal is coming from, like I get like so much anxiety because all of a sudden I'm afraid I'm going to be empty. If I, you know, don't have work in the future, I'm afraid I'm going to be empty. And it was an interesting thing that started to pop up for me of like the basis of all of this, what I feel like is we don't know how to be empty. Mm. You've meditated before, right, Lee? Oh yeah. <laughs> A and lot. you sing and you feel... <laughs> Alive and full, yeah? Yeah. And you feel connected to something much greater than your ego or fear. And Mm -hmm. when you're in that space, there is no such thing as emptiness or fullness, right? Yes. That's all we'll ever find. We will only ever find fullness in that space, ever. It's just whatever our mind is saying. Like all of this, which we all do. I do. I do it all the time. Don't Anyone listening, don't get me wrong. Just because I know the practice of this and I can teach it doesn't mean that I still don't get stuck in it. But what I know for certain is that that is all just mental masturbation. 
Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) It's just mental masturbation. And so my point is, is that the idea that that is empty is the thing that's creating resistance. Right. Right. And can I tell a little bit more of an extension of the story to to add to context? Yeah, please. From the retreat? Yeah. So that day, one of these women, she's so... Oh, I, I get goosebumps thinking about her saying it. She was so vulnerable. She, her face was so red with anger. She had these tears running down her face and she was almost shaking. And she said, whatever you said before, Amber, and I, I, we were talking about control and we were talking about connection and, and resistance and all of this kind of stuff. And she's like, made me want to break through. And if I could reach out and hit you, I would. And it's taking me everything to not dig my hands and my nails into my hand and punch the wall instead. And I'm like, beautiful. <laughs> Great. Because we finally touched something that you weren't willing to see before. Mm-hmm. And what it was, and we, you know, got down to the bottom of it, it was that she was so afraid if she let a little bit go that the whole house would crumble and that she wouldn't be able to support her family, do a really good job. Like she works for the government quite high up in some really high stakes stuff. And she was afraid that if she let herself go, if she let all of that rigidity and what we what we have in this world thought or mistakenly thought was strength go, she would fall apart and crumble. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, and I remember saying it to her and I was like, whoever said you were the house, <laughs> you know, and- yeah. We build this idea that all of this is the house and if we let the walls go, what are we going to find? But just like that story in Michael Singer's book, The Untethered Soul, where he built the house around in the field that he liked the light in Mm -hmm. to try and keep and retain the light, when you let the, the, the walls fall away, you have infinite light. You have infinite availability to whatever it is that we keep trying to seek by holding the walls up. Mm -hmm. And so the only barrier between us and that is us telling ourselves that we're stuck or us telling ourselves that we're empty or us telling ourselves that this and buying into that. Just drop into your heart, drop into your body with music or breath as soon as you can and move away from the thought and you will see that it is just, it was nothing. Yeah, well, that's you talk a lot about the meaning we give things. And I've been really digging into that with my own self after starting to think about that. I mean, not that I haven't thought about that many times before I have, but it was great to be reminded of the sticky places in my life of like, what what am I making this mean about me, about the world, Mm. you know, but mostly about myself. And I'm finding and I think a lot of people can relate to this. Underneath all this is a story of scarcity that I'm not enough, that it's not enough, that I won't have enough. And that's why I feel like the emptiness that I speak of for myself is so scary to touch because I've made that empty mean that there's a lack and that there's not enough. And so to sit in that at this moment for so many people, I think, is so uncomfortable. But it's so very real. And it's it's understandable because of the things that we've made it mean. It's I know that it's not I'm not the only one that empty means, you know, scarcity. Hundred percent. Totally, totally. And, so and they like, might people might have another word like alone or right. full or not. Like it's the same thing. Right. It's really challenging to to start to break away from that consensus as a, you know, this mindset that we've all been connected to and to to start to unhook from that to create our own sense of meaning. And when we do that, how do we, how the fuck do we make it stick? <laughs> because I can give meaning to something all day long. It's like, oh, this has new meaning. And this is what I'm going to tell myself about it. Like how the hell, how the hell do you make that stick? What makes anything real? How do we know something's real? Like any of us, how do we know it's real? How do we know a thought is real? Our attention given to it for a long enough period of time creates a focus on it Mm -hmm. and it then creates an emotional stimulation Mm -hmm. and then we feel that where? In our body. And as soon as we've felt it and we can touch it, our mind says, now it's real. So our focus and our attention on something enough it's like, like imagine that you have laser beams coming out of your eyes and whatever you look at, and that might be a thought in your mind or whatever you pay attention to, it's sending 
all of your energy to it. And it's kind of like the laser beams, when they touch it, this thing gets bigger and stronger and bigger and stronger and bigger and stronger and bigger and stronger until it becomes a feeling inside of you, until it becomes a really strong emotion, Mm -hmm. until it becomes a thought pattern that seems really familiar. And you're like, now it's real. Mm -hmm. So however many times we have fed the idea that we weren't enough or that we couldn't relax, one that I have worked with for quite some time is I can only relax when I have X amount of stability in money and growth and this and this and this, and then I can finally relax. Mm-hmm. You know, that was one that I've worked with for years to switch around. And so here's what I tell, <laughs> this is what I tell my people and all the time, you find the opposite of that. So I, so to give you guys some context, um, I'm a NLP master practitioner and a cognitive behavioral therapist. And back 10 years ago when we did that, it took me two years to do this course. And I remember getting at the end being like, so we just choose a different thought. Right. And that's, and that's what I realized in two years of study. Oh, so we just, we just choose a different thought. That's it. Fuck, really? And even in healing, even in regression therapy, when you get to that point where someone is in that situation and perhaps they've got their mum, their dad, their dad who they were never good enough for, their mum that never showed any emotional love, and they're going through this experience and they're seeing this experience differently and when they're reliving it differently, it gives them a different perspective, which is essentially a different choice to see the situation differently. But in regression, you get to feel it in your body. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between me doing a regression session with someone and someone doing it themselves? They go, you know what? Since I co-create with the universe based on what I choose to see and how I experience life and the energy that I embody, why don't I choose a different thought pattern? As in, when I sit with myself, I feel so full and alive and I know that I am infinitely supported and there is always enough. And right now it feels like I'm wearing, you know, a G-string for the first time. That feels like a lie and really uncomfortable because <laughs> I've said the other thing for a really long time. And so, Amber, you just, you're just telling me to lie to myself and I'm saying, yeah, I am because... <laughs> You made up a lie before anyway. Right. It was a lie anyway. So let's just choose a different one. That makes us more aligned in flow with what's true for our deepest self, that I am always infinitely supported and that in emptiness I find fullness or in emptiness I find extreme love or in spaciousness and stillness I find myself and that fills me up. I just get them to keep going and going and going and making these big, you know, things that they want. And then they write it, they breathe until they get themselves into a subconscious um, liminal state. They think it, they visualize it, they write it again, they dance and they move to it until it is in their body and in their being. I get them to look in the world where it already is because our mind is taking information and it chunks 11 million bits of information down to five to seven. And whatever it was we focused on before, our brain can only take in so much. So it's going to take in what the goggles were, you know? So that's all it can do. So we have to consciously change those goggles. We have to consciously shift them by choosing to look somewhere else and feed a different story. What we do with the old feeling and the old fear that, that you know, I can tell comes up when any of us sit in this sense of emptiness and what that means, you got to touch that. you got to touch that deeply and you got to let yourself feel that fully or open to it because then the energy will move through you. So you're not just trying to shove another thing over another thing. You know, the practice is to remove, disprove, reframe. That's all NLP and CBT ever is. And that's the fun bit of the mind. We get to choose. And then we also have our body and our being and our breath and our feeling. And that becomes the marker or the magnet where we become the set point of what we pull in and what we see. And that's where it all begins. So we just kind of have to throw out all the rules, make them up, realize there never were any, and we get to we get to make them now. And that's it. I would love to give an example to people so that they can feel it while they're listening. Would that be sure? Would that be okay? Yeah. Am I a guinea pig? <laughs> I love it. Okay. Let me do it. So what would be a thought that anyone who is listening could relate to and benefit from? Perhaps like I'm always supported. There's always enough. There's more than enough. There's more where that came from. Yeah. Yeah. And we can think about love or money or relationships or whatever it is. So do something that brings you joy first. That's your first thing you do. And it might be like dancing to, I don't know, lip syncing Bohemian Rhapsody at, <laughs> you know, volume a hundred or something around the house in your underwear. I don't care. Like whatever yeah. you're like, boom, you're out of your head, you're in your body. 
Mm-hmm. It could be just doing 10 minutes of breathing. And when I say 10 minutes of breathing, I use the practice of grounding in your body, doing a scan and coherent breathing, even rhythmic breathing, because it harmonizes your nervous system. And then when you're there, get out a pen and paper or and or close your eyes and write down, there's always more where that came from. There's always more where that came from. There's always more than where that came from. I'm infinitely supported. I'm infinitely supported. I make money at the drop of a hat. It's easy, it's effortless, and I love it. It's happened, it's happening, it's easy, it's effortless, and I love it. And you can be thinking about the thing that you want to pull in or work towards. And when you've done that enough times and you're in a state of quite presence and centeredness in yourself, it's impossible to not begin to feel that. Impossible. Mm. Unless when you're writing it, you're letting your mind focus on what you don't have or what you don't want. Because <laughs> people will say, as soon as I feel that thought, I feel freer on my body. I'm like, a fucking bet that you're focusing on that it wasn't there or that you couldn't see it. You thought it wasn't there because it, of course it's there. Of course it's there. It always is. But the mind went, I, I don't see it or I don't believe it or I don't try. <laughs> That's why we've got to get into the body before we do this. I can see you giggling. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I do. It's a fir- I've been playing around with this a lot and just recognizing that that judge in my head. He's become I love that it's, it's a guy. I, it's a guy and I've named him actually. His name is Tubby and he looks like the Michelin man, like the big, yeah, marshmallow dude. Yeah, got and it. yeah, and he totally he's such an asshole. Um but he he is very loud sometimes when I start to move toward the thing of the new thought or the new, the thing of change. That piece of me has gotten really cunning and very smart about analyzing everything. And that obviously it's not showing up. Like it immediately needs like instant gratification or else it's not going to believe. And yeah. yeah, that voice is loud. And yep. I'm sure so many people can relate to that. And this is why it's an everyday thing. You must do Mm -hmm. it every, I don't want to say you must do this every day. (laughs) But when you're starting to realize that you have depended, we, we, me too, we all have grown up in a world where we were encouraged to depend on our mind. Mm -hmm. And that's why Mm -hmm. you can hear the controlling part come in. It's not there, it's not there. And so what I do is encourage people to, and myself, to actually go, oh, you're scared. We're not going to have enough. Baby, I got you. Like, we're all good. We're doing this. This is what we're here for. Like, I really hear you. I got, I know you're trying to protect us. I get it. You're super good at that. You're super good at making sure we're going to survive. Thank you so much. What we're going to do now is focus on where we're going and we're going to create that energy within ourselves now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got you. You're safe. Chill out. Because there are infinite possibilities in the universe right now and and you're just fixated on the one that we don't want. Right. And just like the tree, we're going to hit the tree if we keep looking at it. So can you come with me? And I kind of coax it, like just chill out, you know, because whatever we resist expands. Mm-hmm. And if we try and shush that part of ourselves, try and get away from it, it's going to run faster and it's going to come at us harder. Mm-hmm. So I try to turn towards and then just acknowledge it. And then like after that, don't feed it, you know, like a little kid's like, cool, I hear you. I'm present with you, but I'm not going to keep enabling you. Right. Got ya? I hear you. Let's go back to what we want to create within ourselves mm-hmm. because we've depended up here and we think the only way to get somewhere is if we've figured out how to get there. Mm. I think people think they need to understand it in order to make it work, but we don't. Mm. But the control, the figuring it all out or having it, all the details in the answer, it's control. And the control part of us, it's the part of the manipulative mind that doesn't actually understand that whatever it wants is already available and infinite right now. Mm -hmm. So we've got to be compassionate with that part of ourself. Does that make sense? It doesn't know. Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense. Something I found that's really helpful for me sometimes is not only to turn toward it, but to go straight into it and give it a voice. I have learned sometimes that actually for me, that energy actually needs a voice for a moment to be heard. And then it starts to dissipate. It starts to get quieter or the energy, the energy itself, because I've moved the energy, all of a sudden there's freedom in my body. Sometimes for me, being compassionate, yes, is I I feel like compassion 100%. And sometimes also like I just have to let it out. I have to let it be an asshole. Totally. 
<laughs> totally. And, you know, it might be screaming into a pillow or like as you hit the ball or it could be, gosh, anything. And you're, you're totally right. It could be tears, could be dance, could be whatever. But, yeah, you're 100% spot on. Yeah, and for me, I mean, what I've learned is sometimes it needs words. And it's interesting because when I start to go into that place and actually give it words, like all of a sudden wants to hide, like it has nothing to say. (laughs) I'm like, oh, you have plenty to say. Hey, you've got the mic now. Come on. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's totally it. And it's like it wants to run away and hide. And I think that's what's so interesting. I've learned about that piece of me is it actually it's scared. There's a, that's all it is. It's, it's a, I mean, depending on what it's based around, like for instance, this podcast for me, it's, it's the fear of being seen fully. It's the fear of not having it. Once again, you're saying control, not the fear of not having control, the fear of not having it all together. Cause like, you know, when I've, when I used to, when I walk on stage, it's like, I've rehearsed, I know what I'm doing. Like no one sees the process. And so this for me is interesting because it's people get to hear the process. And sometimes my process is like thinking and talking as I'm thinking. So I'm figuring it out. But yeah, no, that's the, I think for a lot of us, the, that control piece is not allowed for, obviously the flip side of that is freedom. And so like we've missed out on so much freedom. And I mean, for me, I think that's the ultimate goal is not the right word, but if there was ever a sense of like what I'm working toward in my life, I think freedom is the bigger picture. hundred percent to be able to be sovereign in, in our world, to have, to realize we have choice because we always do. You know, the illusion about freedom is that we think we're not already free. Right. Yeah. That's the part, you know, and again, it's just still mental masturbation of the idea of controls illusion anyway. It's, it's, it's a made up construct of ideas and thoughts that were like, if this and this and this and this and this and this is in place, Mm -hmm. then I'm okay. We put conditions around our sense of ability to feel content and relax. Mm -hmm. And this is back to A, the control part, but B, the outsourcing. Right. When my blueprint of what I think needs to happen in order for everything to go the way that I need it to go in order to feel okay. You can see we put a condition like in order for me to feel joy, I must this. In order for me to feel free, this has to happen. In order for me to do, do, do. I remember speaking at this event once and this person asked me a question around like, yeah, but I can't feel free until my mind stops being quiet. And I was like, well, you're fucked because it's never going to shut up. Totally. You know, like in jest, obviously. Right. I laughed. That's why I um, love you. This is I why say, I love you. <laughs> I say this all the time, like like life and presence and, and bliss, all of this 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 stillness, this this absolute centeredness within ourself, that's all what we're searching for. And it is right here. And right here is where we're gonna take a quick pause, but we'll be right back. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a Day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! 
retire from life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger. And we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody. Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Welcome back, loves. We are talking about uncovering what's already within. Most of my work is trying to tell, you know, is trying to tell people to sit down when they're already sitting. It's like you already have what you're looking for. You just got to go in. And that, when you access that and you choose to tap into that and you trust that, this idea of control is laughable again. Mm -hmm. And you've just got to visit there more than you visit your head. And then you will begin to build a relationship with yourself that you abandoned and pushed away for so long. This work of, of contacting that part of ourself, is like an orgasm. You push too hard, you try too hard, you stuff it up. <laughs> you just got to relax, you know? <laughs> ah, that's funny. Well, the relaxation piece is so interesting because we haven't been taught to relax. I mean, we it's just mm-hmm. the complete opposite. And so it's, I mean, this is all retraining our being like completely rewiring and disconnecting from or unhooking like I said from what we've been taught our whole life and it's not just what we've been taught you you mentioned earlier like the ancestral lineage that the things that are passed down within our cells that we that was kind of one of my really big aha moments um when I first started on this journey that I've been on was no wonder I feel like I have all of these, these pieces of me, these energies in me um, that aren't mine. Like they've always kind of just felt like there's so much trauma from, from my mother, from her mother and like how much gets passed down. It's quite crazy how we have to start to separate what is mine to be able to heal all of that um, for not only ourselves, but for our families. Whoever awakens in the family lineage, (laughs) they have a big responsibility if they so choose, you know? Yeah. Because you can keep passing it down. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can. Okay, so I have this true belief that healing doesn't have to be hard and heavy. Mm. That for me is my my choice of how I want to experience life. And Mm -hmm. because I want to hold that energy when I go into process with someone, that this doesn't have to be hard and heavy and respond like responsibility. Yeah, that might have been the wrong word. It's liberating. <laughs> no, I think it's liberating. Okay. I really do. I think it's so liberating. And when you were saying it, I was more just reflecting than anything. And so I was like, hmm, yeah. And I think it should be seen as the way it is, which is actually ease. Again, with the orgasm, you know, metaphor. If you push, if you try and like, you know, you get all the things in place, you set it all up, you've read the stuff, you do the things, you say the <laughs> words, you act the way, you move your body, it's robotic. It's all control. Yeah. But when you actually just let go and you come back into what you are anyway, you will know exactly what to do and say and be. 
you will know it in your being. It will be in flow. And again, so that's what we're trusting. And, and it comes back to that. It's like parts integration. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about your mom and your lineage, mm-hmm. where you had to meet those parts and greet them. And it's really what we're, we can do in our everyday life which is when you feel that energy rise up and it feels really afraid or tension or exhausted or scared or small or tiny or doubtful or nasty or manipulative, pause, close your eyes and ask, what do you want to say? Like if you had a voice, what would you say? If you could speak words, what would you want to say? And when you allow that part of you or maybe not part of you, and I think we don't need to know, As long as like, if it's there, it's there, we do it, Mm -hmm. you know, as long as we meet it, we either give it a voice or we breathe into it, or we just simply acknowledge its presence instead of like being afraid. We're no longer pushing anything away. Therefore we won't project anything Mm. because when we're pushing something away, we're projecting. It happens simultaneously. Like it's like the, it's like standing bow in yoga. You hold your foot with your hand and you have the other one out in front of you and you stretch and pull, stretch and pull. And if you relax either, it'll collapse, Mm -hmm. right? You'll collapse out of the posture. So when you relax, you're pushing away, you relax your projection at the same time and all of your energy comes back into yourself. And when you've done that, you can see it. It just comes back in and lands. It's like, okay, cool. We're, We're back. Or if it needed to move through, it will. That's a huge piece for me, especially when anxiety arises and Yeah. The first thing that, and it's taken me a long time. It's taken a lot of practice to actually have this accessible to me when it happens to allow it in. Like that's the first, the first thing is, oh, that's here again. Oh, welcome. (laughs) And you can be here. There's a, there's a place for you here at this moment. And as soon as that happens, then I think my tools start to come back online. I can start to work with that energy. Um, But sometimes, yeah, sometimes I feel like I've built up this whole toolbox, my whole, you know, for the last eight years. And it's like all of a sudden everything starts to fire and um, I get really triggered. And it's like, where did they all go? (laughs) Because we get into that really primitive part of our brain and it's like nothing's really accessible anymore. And the first the 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 first thing that I've that makes those things accessible is to allow, 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 allow. Because you're, you're right, resistance continues the cycle. It continues to keep it in play. Totally. Control will always use the buffer of blame, shame, guilt, criticism, judgment, projection, and proving to protect itself. Mm. So we can. there's one thing we know for sure. If we're feeling fiery and triggered, there's a part of ourself that feels afraid. Mm. So if we can know anything for sure amongst anything, that when we're like that, there is something in us that needs our own protection and love. And that's really as simple as that. We can do that with presence. I like to make things so simple for people. You can know for sure right now, there's a part of yourself trying to protect itself. That part of itself is an illusionary idea. Your shadow is an illusion that controls it all, but we don't need to go into that and intellectualize it. There's just a part of you right now that's trying to... you know, that needs protection and all love. Mm-hmm. And we can just do that through presence. I so love it's like, that. Just keep coming back. Keep yeah. coming back. I love the simplicity of that. And that's exactly, that's exactly what I did this morning. And it's so funny that you just spoke to exactly what I was telling myself as I was coming home. I was talking to my husband about it from tennis. And I was like, I just kept, I just keep reminding myself, come back into the present moment, like into the present moment. And I go, it can't be that easy. That's literally what I said to him this morning. I was like, it can't be that easy. And so thank you. You just like debunked that for me. Yes, it's that easy. (laughs) Come back. hundred percent. Like it is, isn't it? I love that. I'm so glad you shared that. Thank you. Cause I want everyone to hear how easy it is. I know you're going to ask about overconsumption and that's how it's fucked right? Because we're like, I've got to do all these things to heal. It's like, actually just chill. Our mind needs to keep being fed. That is what the mind does. And if we can come back to that every time, just the simplicity of that is, that is the practice really. And now that we've discussed all of this, what we're telling you is just come back into presence. It's just really that easy. Exactly. 100%. (laughs) Listen to Leanne's new album. It'll take you to presence. It's bloody amazing, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. you. Um, Speaking of music, I love to ask people because I I think that music connects so deeply. What's your songbook? Whether that be like in this moment in time or throughout your life, like what are five 
What are your holy five songs that you just like love? Jimi Hendrix, Watchtower. There must be some kind of way out of here. Say the joker to the thief. Oh yeah, so good. Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody. Song. So awesome. <laughs> I love Genius. it. I know every word. That's my uh, karaoke song. Nice. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, other side. Oh, that's a good song. Love them. Is there anything that for the present moment? Yeah, that's what I was like. Can, am I allowed to look at my Spotify? Yeah, do it. Spotify most played. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I'm cheating. The other day I saw my top 2020 songs and I was like, stop it. So good. <laughs> so, so great. I really, really love Florence Machine Hunger. We all have a hunger. We all have a hunger. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's only new and... And it's been on repeat. I've really loved it. And that's a new one. She's amazing live. She's so good. You have to, if you ever get a chance to see her live, she's incredible. I will, 100%. Yeah. And the other one that I would put on, I would have to say uh, Gravity by John Mayer. Gravity. It's working against me. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. So good. Very good choices. I highly, <laughs> I highly agree. So interesting to see what everybody brings to the table. Anything with some um, solid bass uh, guitar or rock and roll because I grew up with my dad and he, you know, grew up listening to Jimi Hendrix in, in getting ready for school. So it's, it's like does something to my nervous system. Which is funny. It settles <laughs> it in some way. Interesting. Immediately calm. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on here. I so am so grateful for your wisdom. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for guiding us back to a place of simplicity. So I think we're all in desperate need of that at this moment, of remembering that. Thank you so much for having me. Truly, you're so deeply, profoundly impeccable with what you're doing, how you're showing up, and it's so inspiring. So I'm really honored to be here, Lee. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that is it for this episode. Please share it with anyone you think might benefit from listening. And I would love to hear from you too. So leave me a message and a rating wherever you get your podcasts. On our next Holy Human, you'll meet a man who just might challenge the way you see our world and yourself. My dear friend, Shaman Durek, is on a mission to bring the ancient practice of shamanism to modern times. And he'll share why he thinks it can change your life too. Follow Holy Human on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn.
burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety? Struggling to find restful sleep or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters.